This is a HeadGum Original. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hurwitz, Golden Mike. He's been winning them for ages. He gets them for what he's saying. He keeps trying, but he can't win. Golden Mike is what he's chasing. Amir won't come next to a turdy. 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 Homie woke up next to a dirty. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's a fucking jam. Fuck you, Blumenfeld. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's do it. Sunday. Come on. I love it. You're having fun. <laughs> do you think do you think for a second how I would feel hearing that? <laughs> what do you mean that first of all the awesome song is jam the song was a yeah, good beat i like that that it's a parody of bugatti by like ace hood but yeah, i didn't a, like the message of it an awesome and then right song. when it was done i was hoping you'd the come dude to... took the fucking time the energy and the trouble <laughs> to write a song about you yeah like but you're you the said, chorus of that song the first and that's thing... pretty fucking chill the first thing that's you pretty said fucking rad. the first thing you said was yeah fuck fuck you blumenfeld <laughs> Yeah, because it had that kind of energy, <laughs> right? Like, and now, like that, for like, the rest eat of the shit show, of your energy. <laughs> that, I think that it hurt. That hurts to hear. And then, like into the podcast, I have to now like you basically punched me in the face. It's before a show. It's frustrating that we can have a jam like that, a theme song that bumps so hard, and we're Thank like, you. Yes. we got this like it fucking is, awesome yeah, energy, and then we get started, and instantly you're complaining, and you're. A, you put a damper. You're a Debbie Downer. I thought you were gonna That's, take my side and be like, "It sucks that the that good beat, that good song had such a nasty negative no. mention towards one of us, me you're specifically." Featured in that song, <laughs> you don't think it's cool that somebody wrote a song about you? I think that's pretty fucking rad. Actually, I love the verse about me up top. It wasn't just the Golden Mike stuff. It wasn't just yeah, anybody. Was it was it was Tony Party, who you can follow on Instagram and SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com/slash Tony Party. That's a good. That's a good URL. That's a good name. Yeah, because it's two things that are really easy to say and spell. The funny thing is, his real name and have is Ben mm-hmm. Party. So I guess he made he made it Tony oh. to be like more like showbiz chic. I yeah. kind of like the that. two Y's. That yeah. helps <laughs> Tony Party. So thank you to, to Tony Party uh, for that wisdom. Actually, he says he wrote a Fix You Coldplay parody, All My Loving Beatles parody, and a Sunrise Sunset Fiddler on the Roof parody for us. This is his fourth parody. Whoa. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm actually, I've been listening to a Weezer song that I want someone to parody for our live show opening. It's from from their new album album? that I really like. It's called 
it's the first song. I don't know exactly what it's called. I think it's all my favorite songs is what oh, yeah. the song is called. That you sent me that. I sent you that. It's a great song. I've been listening to it over and over. I'm like, this would be a great live uh, a podcast intro if anybody wants to. A great way to fast track it to the show. Mm. Maybe we'll get one. Maybe we'll get four or five. I'll play them all because I like the song so much. I will love the theme song. So grab it off Weezer's latest uh, LP, EP, whatever they're calling records these days. Right. Uh, okay, Human. Hell, maybe fucking River could do it. Would that be cool? You don't think so? Is it River? Or is it I Rivers? He, it's, it's. I think multiple, it was Rivers, it? and then he changed it to River, just I like this guy. He, I believe he dropped the S. Lose the yeah. S, just River, just River. <laughs> That's really cool. Like <laughs> a River, River Phoenix. Yeah. Okay, Human album. I'm gonna get the exact song title so that people know exactly what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Oh God. All my favorite songs. I was right. All right. All my favorite yeah. songs. Weezer. That's my that's my request. My humble request, actually. And can you not make it be mad at me during it? <laughs> um, Jesus. <laughs> you're you're small. You're shy. You're timid. You're scared. Was, you're scared, actually. <laughs> and you're scarred. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> let's, let's try to move on. Yeah. Uh, happy Sunday. This is it. Finally, your the one year anniversary of your last flight from LA to New York. You've been on the East Coast Whoa. for one year straight. Happy anniversary, Mazel Tov! Congratulations, wow. good job. You did it. That is you wild. Made it. I haven't crossed the Mississippi in a calendar year. You haven't been Not higher. Cool. You haven't been higher than three hundred feet in the air um, since yeah. one year ago. Does it feel like a year ago? Does it feel like longer? It's weird. It does. In some respects, it feels like this has been going on forever. And then in others, it feels like time has flown. And then at the same time, it feels like there's no end in sight. So it's really... It's a new reality. It's really all over yeah. the place. Right. Yeah. So, in- um, But I guess in it doesn't feel like a lot of time has elapsed unless you really start thinking about it. Unless you start thinking about all the milestones. Yeah. And then you're like, wow, it's been a year, but I'll tell you what, no more. Uh, I'm, I'm done being a bummer about it. I'm, I'm feeling hopeful. I'm feeling happy. I'm excited. These vaccines are fucking crushing it. The Johnson and Johnson is out. Um, things are looking up. That's things are cool. looking up. Actually, there's this, um, new California variant. That's, uh, <laughs> Pretty. It's shown that the vaccine is not efficacious against, and um, ten thousand cases yeah. in Los Angeles alone, and that's run that fun. chorus back, Tony Party. <laughs> I woke up next to a turdy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Let's move on. We have to. There's. There's. We. We're here as an escape to people. Nobody wants to hear us ruminate, talk about the fucking state of the world. They want to hear us answer some questions. And what better way to do it? Then with the mm. lightning round, we got asked so many questions during our live show last week. By the way, thanks to everybody That's who right. bought a ticket and attempted, attended the live stream of this podcast. What a fun night that was. Yeah, it really, it was great. You know what a fun, a fun little uh, intimate stat for me, uh, my entire family was there. All my sisters, my brother, my parents. That is the first time the whole entire Hurwitz family was at uh, one of my live shows. Wow. They've all been like separate, but that was the first, because we were doing it virtually, uh, everyone got to go together. That's cool. cool. Yeah. My 
my brother was like, what'd you do last night? And I was like, oh, I did. I had the uh, the live show that I was telling you about. And he's like, cool, send me a link. And I'm like, all right, I can give you like an access code, but it cost uh, $16. And he's like, "Wow, LOL, I'm not paying for that shit. And I said, no, I know, I'm just kidding. Here's the access code. And he's like, no, you're actually a little bitch for ask, asking me to pay for it at all. So I don't think I want to support you in any way, even if it's a free link. Yeah. Uh, I told my mom and dad about it, and they were also like, "Yeah, you we tattled? heard, we heard, we heard from Ben, and we actually take his side." I can't believe my mom, which she would never use this language, mm. usually said, I, "I can't believe you were such a little bitch about it." Again, she said that, Whoa. so I guess like for whatever reason, my brother tainted her. It's tainted it's her stuck. thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and now I'm like known as the. Sometimes little... Sometimes that happens with like a nickname, like somebody says a nickname that just like makes such sense for someone. Yeah. That and you're kind of like, oh, yeah, that's true. He is a little yeah. bit I can totally kind of see that. So nobody, so yeah, no Blumenfeld was in the house. <laughs> they didn't make it, so, basically. So sorry. So sorry to hear that. But anybody anybody who missed the show, the show is still up right now. It's right? still up. For yeah, like my family can see it and anybody week. can see it if they want to. If they wanted to. Yeah. yeah. I think they leave it up for a week. So it'll be up until Wednesday. Um and you can go to jakeandamir.com to watch it. Now we can say who the special guests were. So we had Avital right. and Jill up for one of the questions, uh, asked, yep. talking about farting in relationships. We had Gabrus on. Mm-hmm. We had Pat Castles in the house. We had mm-hmm. Ben Schwartz at the end of it. We were, we were, you know, it had a different energy than a regular podcast. So I think it was fun for anybody that watched live. And I've heard some good reviews from people who have watched it after the fact. So if you're yeah, not a good time if you're intrigued if you want to see the see video yeah check it out at jakeandamir.com and we were even asking people for their questions they could submit if you were watching the show live you can submit it via chat right. we got to we got to a couple but there were 300 like literally 400 so yeah yeah 400 um jesus wow. so we thought why don't we try to answer some of the questions we didn't get to during the live show because there's some yeah, good ones a little here. lightning round okay yeah uh, okay. Did we answer this one? What is your go-to whiskey? We didn't answer that one, did we? I don't think we did. Do you I have a go-to whiskey? I have a goat-to whiskey. So the I second best of all time, or you're, this is just a regular I go to the goat. I actually, I really don't. I have like, I have a rotation. I have like, maybe my, the one that's like quintessential me is the, is the bullet it's that's that's the classic that's cool that's the most classic bourbon that's the orange the orange bottle but like if i'm feeling it sometimes i like the rye um i think basil hayden's is pretty damn goat i think um i'm a big fan of sazerac love buffalo trace um oh you know what i'm sorry i have an actual answer whoa if i can have my druthers if i had my druthers we're actually out of time. See. Here's a one. Okay. Can yeah. I yep. date yeah, sure. my coworker? That's pretty random. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the answer though is Blanton's. Blanton's. You'll you'll notice the Blanton's because it's got a a, a spherical uh, glass bottle with a tiny little horsey top. It's a horse. It's a tiny little horse. And it's here's a question the horse for you. Is the goat. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Those are good 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 little tidbits. Good um, ones to write down. If I gave you a whiskey, a blind whiskey taste test, do you think you're nailing those five out of five easily? Or like, uh, you can sort of get confused, think it's one or the other. I think if you gave me a blind taste test and I knew the whiskeys that I was tasting for, I would get at least three or four out of the five. Interesting. That could be a good Patreon video. 
because if you get zero out of five, you have to officially stop drinking, right? Like you'll have outed yeah, yourself. I ha- well, I have to admit novice. that I don't yeah. like actually like like yeah. I would have to be. I would have to commit to only buying wild turkey from now on. <laughs> like, is, if you don't give yeah. a sh- like, don't buy a sixty dollar <laughs> bottle of whiskey if you can't take the difference, right? Yeah, you're getting like, mad at who yourself for this in this situation. Me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you get an eleven dollar yeah. handle of whiskey. That's what you drink yeah. now. And if one of them is a Dr Pepper, and you're like uh, four roses, then like it's official. You're dumb. Like you're. <laughs> I've never had yeah. yeah, you don't know the difference. You don't get it. Uh-huh. Like it's such yeah, a different totally. flavor. If profile. I say Elijah Craig, yeah. and I'm like eating a Skittle. Yeah. Then like no fucking chance. You don't get to even enjoy understand. it. I won't even know the difference between fucking food and liquor. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, That's nuts. Actually, you're yeah, you're eating nuts right now. That's not a whiskey at all. Yeah. That's a cashew. If you don't know the difference between vodka and an this almond, is an Angel's Envy. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> no, you're just chewing on a shoe. Jesus. Oh, I also really like Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare is a good, good whiskey. That's a good nickname I think for it's, you, too. It's Eagle Rare? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Call me Eagle. <laughs> or Eagle Rare. <laughs> Rarer than an eagle. Uh, here's a good one that kind of has been warped through the quarantine is, if you had to choose between singing or dancing for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Wait, say it again. You had to choose choose only singing or only dancing for the rest of your life. Hmm. Interesting. That's tough. Yeah. It feels like right now I want dancing. Interesting. But singing has a little more (laughs) longevity. Yeah. Because as you grow older and your body falls apart, you still have your amazing voice to fall back on. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I want to be able to sing... To my kid, just to be able to be like, I woke up in a new Bugatti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is like a 13 year old cool. that you haven't seen in <laughs> over a decade. <laughs> <laughs> Papa? You can't just come to my sixth grade graduation drunk and think you're the musical act. <laughs> I really did wake up in a new Bugatti. I think I would choose. I, I'm. I haven't, we haven't, we used to go dancing all the time and now we just don't dance because of course, where would you go and what would you do? Mm. But at the same time, at any celebration, you don't want to be the guy that never dances. And it's like, there's never a celebration where it's like, why is he not singing? Singing is very like... Karaoke. Yeah, that's true. But I think that's more forgivable. But at the same time, you're in your car and you can't sing along. Give me at least a sing along. I would miss the dumb little songs I sing to myself and like to Jill and my brother. Yeah. Like, you know, the dumb little ditties. That's that's what you'd want to be able to sing. Actually, you know what? I but, changed my mind. I would I would cut my legs off because I wouldn't be able to sing the national fucking anthem. And that's what I choose. I will gladly die before you tell me I can't sing. I stand on God for thee. <laughs> oh, Canada. Whose anthem is this? Canada. Yeah. Oh, Canada. Because yeah, I would never it, sing it. the red, white, and blue one for uh, in vain. You're a grand old flag. You're a high-flying You're a flag. high-flying <laughs> flag. That's good. Oh, man, just fucking stand up, put your hand over your heart, and sing, I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy. That's that's how you fucking show love for your country. Respect the flag. Yeah. You're a Yankee Doodle Dandy. You understand? Barely. But actually, if you're a Yankee Doodle Dandy, you have to dance like a little Yankee Doodle boy. Meaning? 
What do you mean, Dan? Oh, God. For those who can't see, I don't want to describe it because I think you're lucky for having not seen what this kind of creepy little interpretive dance is. It's like he's hunched over like a, like a weird eagle man who's playing the piano or something like that. Oh. That's patriotic. Uh, That's patriotic. All right, we got one question specifically for you and one question specifically for me. Which one do you want to answer first? Okay. Uh, let's. I'll be generous. Let's go with me. Okay, Jake, Sally's or Pepe's? Um, big, big old fan of Pepe's. Um, if anybody doesn't know, New Haven is the pizza capital of the world. And, and is that uh, just because of these two places? Like, are there, I th- are there a lot of dozens good, there's of a, good pizza places or everyone's talking there's about dozens. these two? There's a lot of good, good pizza places, but like, uh, Pepe's and Sally's, they're the ones with like the, I think it's the brick oven pizza. I see. And it's like, that's the, it's like kind of like when they say the cheesesteak, uh, belongs to Philadelphia. It's those two places, but, oh, sorry. You know what? It's, I knew, I knew I was going to get this wrong. It's the coal fired pizza. Okay. But when you when you ask like a true Philadelphian, they're like, no, it's not Geno's or Pat's. There's actually a better third option. Do New Haven people say that, or they're like, no, it actually is one of Sally's or Pepe's. There's other like some people will be like, oh, like there's Sally. I, it's not quite the same because Frank's and Geno's are like actually bad cheesesteaks, and like there's much better ones. Sally's and Pepe's are like really great pizzas, but if you talk if you're talking to a snob, they might be like, "Oh, you should go to Modern Pizza." I think Bar Pizza is really good, and I also think Delania is potentially potentially the goat of New Haven. But um, between the two, the two like tried and true, uh, Sally's or Pepe's, you got to go Pepe's. And are you still not eating pizza because it gives you heartburn slash gas slash painful indigestion? No, what I've what I've identified between all of the things that were fucking with my stomach is that it was um, clearly and obviously, and we all knew that it was the beer. I and see. And it was the beer. I see. I took the beer out. I started drinking more wine. Um, I've missed beer a little bit, but now when I have like just one beer, I'm able to burp. I don't know if I have I told you that I can basically burp now. What? What a huge up update that you just completely swept under the rug how did you go from not being able to burp to just now being able to burp well i still i still don't have any control over it like but i've been just i I was reading the r slash no burp and just like this one guy's account of like basically he was always trying to force out the burp and now he's sort of started trying to relax his throat so i started doing that i do like a I feel like before I used to just like push and push and nothing would come out Mm -hmm. except for these tiny little noises. And now I sort of like push and then not at the same time, but like as I'm pushing at some point, I just like really try to relax my throat and breathe out and burps, burps will come. You're like taking a Lamaze class of burps. It seems like you're sort of like taking a birthing class that teaches you how to burp. Breathing lessons? I still don't know. Yeah, I don't know when they're coming or not, but like, but I've been able to like relax and let them and let them arrive a little bit better. Um, so that's been that's been helpful. And I also I haven't missed beer nearly as much as I thought I would. I still have like a beer every two weeks. Oh, that's good. So you're just you sort of lower the amount you have, but you still have some, and now you can pass the gas. Yeah, I feel like I used to have like three or four beers a week, like. 
now I replace that with a glass of wine after work instead of a beer after work. That's nice. That's classier, actually. And then the whiskey still sometimes is more of the weekend drink still. Whiskey's a, yeah, whiskey is a Friday and a Saturday, uh, and I enjoy one or two, and that's, that's as much as I'll indulge these days. Are you drinking milk? What's your alternative milk of choice, or are you just completely off dairy entirely? I go, I do almond milk in my smoothies. If I'm having cereal or like a granola, I'll throw in some almond milk. Um, but every once in a while, I'll fuck with just a glass of milk. If I have a cookie and I wanted a... Jill's mom made like brownies a couple weeks ago and I had a brownie and just, I was like, I need a glass of milk. <laughs> and I had a fucking big ass glass of whole milk. Whole awesome. of glass yeah. of whole. Yeah. Yes. Glass of whole. And I chugged it. <laughs> yeah that's the billy scafuri special he has a glass of hole or two i think every day so now you know what he feels like he lives like on the fucking wild does the body good yeah respect and it it felt fine to you it was just like that was there's no burping at the end of that that just felt like no yeah that was smooth that's silky (laughs) not to be confused with silk which is soy milk That's right, um, which I also love. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, soy has fallen out of favor, but I think I think it's going to start making a resurgence. It was like the first big one, then everyone sort yeah, of people tossed are attacking it aside. hard against soy. Yeah, they don't like soy, it's yeah. like not sustainable. It's not great for your gut. Right. I'm am saying buy low on soy, sell high on soy. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's take a break and then we'll come back for a few more questions for me and for both of us. Thank you. Nice. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even. 
purchase a domain name through Squarespace? For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's that's a non-movement movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, i'll like have it to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's fitness more of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing yeah uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool th there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we're back. All right. No unsolicited oh, advice. Actually, this one is kind of unsolicited advice. Joe asked me, uh, what moment should I buy on Topshot right now? So last week or was it the week wow. before? So this, one's, this one was yours. Huh? Yeah, that one was this specifically question, mine. Right? Have you heard any mm -hmm. more? I, I remember sort of explaining it to you. It was either last week or the week before what Topshot was. It's these digital basketball cards that you can buy and sell. Right. Have you heard anything more since that happened? Or like you haven't even come across that anymore? It's, it's not in my life except for through you. So I'm like, I see it on Twitter, but that's just because I follow me, you on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I ha like, it hasn't infiltrated anywhere else. Yeah. Cause like I'm in the world of basketball and I see it everywhere. It's like during highlights and it's on basketball Twitter, it's in podcasts and like I'm following more people. So it's like, is it on TV? Do they show it at all with like on, on uh, NBA commercials it's or anything? Not commercials, but it's starting to like, like people are saying like, ooh, that'll be a top shot like during the games or like some like news packages or stories or like it's on like basketball shows. They're wow. talking like, what is this wow. thing? And then they explain what it is. Kind of like what Bitcoin was five years ago. Anyway, my right. advice is to, the market shot up before we recorded the last episode. So like it's been kind of like plateau or slightly cool again. Um, so you can get some quote unquote good value right now. I think if you wanted to buy a moment on top shot right now, I would go for somebody who's injured right now. Cause nobody's really thinking about like Anthony Davis, for example. And that could be like a cool person. That's probably lower value than he'll be when he comes back and starts playing. So Anthony Davis is my bit of advice. Uh, and you could buy it with regular bucks or crypto bucks. You can, you can get in there and purchase however you want, but just know that it could entirely disappear. So don't spend any money you'll need in a week or two. That's my other unsolicited right. advice. Yeah, that this is a, it's a risky, it's a high risk investment. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What's your risk tolerance, you know? Exactly. Are you willing to just set this cash on fire or potentially double it? Then that's the money you should spend on a mm -hmm. video of Anthony Davis making a shot on the website in a way on the day here's a question mm. for both of us nice um 
My girlfriend never listens to my instrumental music projects until I explicitly ask her to. Why doesn't she like my music? How do I get her to listen to it uh, on her own volition as opposed to me asking? I thought of us because we had Avital and Jill on the podcast. They don't listen to our podcast. Um, That's right. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. It's like you want a supportive partner, but at the same time, I don't expect uh, Avital or Jill to listen to our podcast at all. And they never do. And I don't really think about it. So how do you, how do you reconcile that? Like if you're a musician and your partner never listens to your music, is that as offensive as what we're doing or they're doing? I think, I guess it's different because I feel like we were doing this podcast for a long time before them. And I feel like I get, Jill cares about my creative pursuits and endeavors. Like, I don't feel like she doesn't give a shit. I just feel like she couldn't give a shit about this podcast. And I, <laughs> I'd never expect it, you know? All right, here's, so, here's a good know. difference. Yeah. The difference is like, these we have to crank out every week. They're not like the lonely and horny projects where we spent a lot of time yes. and created this piece of art like a musician would. Like if you're just mm. jamming every week, you don't you can't expect your girlfriend to be like sit there and listen right. to every practice. She's not a fan of your music, she's just, you know, a fan of you. But if you work if we worked on a movie or we worked on a short thing or like an animation, then I'm sure our partners would be interested and intrigued to watch yep. that. The test is you ha like your music if do your like perform your first show like a virtual show or when things open back up you do like an open mic or something like if if your significant other is not like supporting you at, at the show then it's then it's worth being like i want you to care about my music but if it's just like i came up with this new riff and she's like i'm watching tv you know then it's not necessarily i think that it's okay right and it's also like i mean you have to she wouldn't be with you if she thought your music was terrible, probably, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you can't... Yeah. But then it's like, for most normal people with normal jobs, the partner is not like, oh, yeah, I really am intrigued as to what you're doing as a lawyer or an accountant, and I have to make sure that I'm a fan of you as a lawyer or an accountant. So with with artists, quote-unquote, it's a little different. Um, I guess. I feel like I, no matter what the person I was with, what their job was, I'd be... I would be intrigued about like elements of it and I and I'd like be I would care if they were good at whatever their job was. Yeah, but you wouldn't know. You really you can't tell if someone's a good accountant or a good lawyer like you can if someone's like a good I don't know, performer cuz you actually see them perform and mm -hmm. you can have an opinion well, uh, on lawyers, that. Lawyers lawyers like win cases and stuff. Accountants uh meet their deadlines. <laughs> Way to meet your deadline tonight, honey. I saw that you met I your bet deadline. If you're, I bet if you have an accountant spouse and they're like, fuck it, they would be so, so like stressed out around tax time and then like all the work's done. There's got to be like some sense of like pride. You'd be like, I'm really proud of you. You uh, dealt with a lot of shit, you know? Yeah. You filled out that 8879 uh, <laughs> and that form 592B. Oh my God. How many K1s did you issue? <laughs> this is you You're trolling her because she got fired. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit and you did it right or you got you got axed anyway turn my amp on i have a rap rock song Dana, you're a, a an accountant and you're good at it 
that song's awesome (laughs) here's a question an interesting one actually perry asks what's your tell us about your worst day at college humor do you remember what Mm. fairly easy job fairly fun job but i'm sure there was a quote worst day or at least when i say bad day what comes to your mind quickly Mm. it's funny because both of these bad days that i have in mind were like really fun in retrospect there was there was a day that we called like black wednesday i think um where like it was when there was still very few people at the company there was like less than 20 people and like three or four people got fired on oh one yeah day. yeah and we didn't get someone fired getting fired is new... also always a bad day <laughs> yeah and it was like it was a big like cup like it felt like 20 percent of the company was just like gone one day right um and then um but it was kind of like this like it, it was like a crazy story so it was kind of interesting the other one i remember is when we found out that college humor was moving and like not everyone was going and it was basically like the end of new york and everything we had and we all went to the whiskey in brooklyn and got like absolutely shit-faced <laughs> on like a tuesday and danced until like 2 a.m um, and we, there was like a big, I think at that point we were all like on group me cause they're like, what group texting wasn't a thing yet. <laughs> all right. And we had, we had this, uh, like it was like a 20 person group text with everybody that worked at college humor called hang gang. And, uh, we were just like texting that thread, like everyone come to the whiskey <laughs> right now. Like, so some people that were moving to California were there. Some people who got fired were there. Some people who had like worked at the company and then left, a couple of months before we're there. And yeah. It was, it was awesome. What comes to my mind is like having to wake up really early to shoot stuff that we didn't want to shoot. Like if you're in the background of a scene of a college humor sketch or something, it's like, yeah, call time is five 30, but try to like be here. We're taking a bus at like four 45 and it's like freezing cold and I'm half asleep or like the end of an all nighter when we're all doing like a sketch at 6 a.m. Yeah. So like, I just remember the exhausting or like branded content we didn't get paid for, like the turkey bowling video. <laughs> I was just thinking about the turkey bowling video. <laughs> the turkey bowling video, I think we had shot like a solid amount of branded content, but it wasn't until we shot the turkey bowling video that all of us were like, why aren't we getting paid for this? We don't want to do it. I don't even remember what the brand was, <laughs> but like we were bowling with turkeys. In the office. Like 6 a.m., we were, it was, I don't know who the hell wrote it, but it was an insane script. It was like from the brand, from the brand agency right. wrote a script where we were like doing bowling with turkeys or something. And I had all of the worst lines and I was complaining the entire time. Like who the fuck is getting, like how much money is college humor getting paid for this? And this is just expected. I do it for free. Yeah. Didn't we have to wear a stup- stupid costume or was that yeah, just stupid costume, yeah. insane lines. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and all, we got paid no extra money for it. All the sad parts of selling out without any of the good actually making money part that makes it worth it. Yeah, Deli- like delivering the money line in a branded spot where you you get I'm still making minimum wage. That was that's a tough pill to swallow. Uh here's a question. My roommate once accused me of peeing in her drawer. I didn't obviously. Should I live with her again? <laughs> Being wrongfully accused. Is that a deal breaker? Oh, another one. I feel like if... My roommate pissed in a drawer and won't own up to it. Should I leave this apartment? 
Interesting. Oh, so it, this is a two-parter. We were, we were in the middle of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's worse? I was well. I think having your drawer pissed in is worse. Yeah, or at least thinking it. Yeah, and then being wrongfully accused—that's also pretty bad, though. But obviously not as bad. Have you ever been around someone that pissed in something that wasn't the bathroom? Uh, yeah, you. You piss everywhere. You piss in bottles in your car. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, no, I don't mean like that. That's intentional (laughs) pissing, and I'm like, and I'm being sneaky. You pee in a bottle, pee behind a tree, pee behind a dumpster. I like. I was one time visiting a friend in college at St. Joe's. I was sleeping on a futon in the living room. His roommate got home absolutely shit faced and pissed on the TV. The hell! Just pissed all over the the credenza and television because he was so hammered. So hammered, he thought it was a toilet. I guess <laughs> fell asleep on, like, came home, pissed on the TV, fell asleep on the floor. Jesus, that guy is the man. That's the fucking <laughs> savage move. Can I be your fucking roommate, sir? That was Brett fucking Kavanaugh, if you can believe me. I bet. <laughs> and I was squee. <laughs> I fucking Brett. It was. I really. I'll take that, Brett. No, you're the only person. Are you still pissing outdoors? Because I know you're sort of sometimes uh, living with Jill's family, so I imagine it's hard to like say, hold on, you guys go up. I'm going to take a piss behind your building or something like that. Yeah, I don't pee outside in New York City. That's that's too tough. Um, but in New York, I kind of know where all the public bathrooms are, and that hasn't <laughs> ever been an issue. Um, at home, like, yeah, I pee. I'll pee behind a tree. I'll pee at the side of a car. For sure, yeah. <laughs> the side of a car or the sight of a car? At the sight of a car. I see a fucking, yeah. I'm Honestly, if I see a Corolla, I get, I get so fucking jittery that I need to I, I need to urinate right then and there. Yeah, that's you should probably get that checked out, right? Yeah, the sight of a for, Forester makes me piss my pants. Uh, Poodle, a, a RAV4 makes me ravenous for pee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Rap4 makes me go number one. <laughs> Pooter Cakes says, I've been playing a lot of chess lately. Y'all play chess? I think there's been a huge chess boom since Queen's Gambit. I sort of missed mm. that. What do you think about chess yeah. as a hobby? Mm. It seems cool. I think, like, I know how to play chess, but I'm so, I'm like the perfect mark for anyone that knows how to play chess at least decently. Like, if you know a chess strategy you know yeah like, you'll beat me because you I know, know how the all pieces the pieces move. do yeah, yeah and that's it i can <laughs> sit at the table and that's it but everything i'm winging it every single time you'll only uh, win by played, accident yeah i played with jill and she just like absolutely decimates me it's really fun oh you do play with her so um not i mean I think we've played like a handful of games in all of our years together it seems but like she plays she likes chess it seems like a fun thing to learn like a good alternative to just whatever doing literally anything else on your phone like you have a chess app and Mm -hmm. you become into playing chess like i've gotten into like these shitty like word games on my phone like words with friends or scrabble or word hunt or whatever the are you playing those still sometimes i'll get like invites from friends or avital will like message me and like invite what are those things called game pigeon on your phone yeah yeah so, like, doing chess do instead of that seems like it's more cerebral and 
kind of interesting yeah. to get good at chess. Maybe you and I could play chess. We should let's let's uh, see if Game Pigeon does a chess thing. They definitely don't, but I bet there's chess apps that like track your progress okay. and stuff like that. Yeah, you want to do you want to play chess together or against each other? Uh, I don't want to play against you, but I'd be down to like play. That sounds like a lot of fun. You're afraid. Because I'm the fucking chess master. You just said that you know how the pieces move, but you don't know anything the queens. <laughs> I'm the queen's gambit. What does yeah. that mean? I fucking, it's a reference to the show where someone's really good. <laughs> Have you seen Queen's Gambit? Yeah. And? I thought it was pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Actually, here's a question about TV. What's the GOAT sitcom? P.S. Come to, sa- come to Oregon when it's safe. Okay. Mm. So or we'll come to, to Oregon. And then what do you think is the GOAT situation comedy? The greatest mm. sitcom in TV history. Mm. Arrested Development? Yeah, that's a sitcom, right? Even though it wasn't like shot in front of a live studio audience. Yeah, it's not your classic sitcom. It's not a it's not a multi yeah, sitcom. Yeah, yeah. That's the if is if, is that the question? No, I think it's any any TV comedy. I would think. Yeah, I mean maybe Seinfeld. Yeah, I would say Seinfeld or Friends. Those classic. Those are like multi cam in front of the audience. May still make me laugh more than anything else. Is Simpsons a sitcom yeah. if it's animated? I guess. The thing, like, I think Friends is one of the greatest shows of all time. I just think that, like, when I watch the old episodes, like, it feels like the characters, the actors are doing so, it's like the show is so much that perfect cast. Um, And Seinfeld, I feel like, is like, the jokes still stand up. The storytelling is, like, still really interesting. Right. The writing and the plot. Friends is like, I could... I could just watch that cast do anything and they could make any line funny because like the characters were so well-developed. Yeah. Classic Joey. Fucking Chandler. Then there's Joey Rachel and Monica. Sex and sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ross is an archaeologist or a paleontologist or whatever. Um, but he's Schwimmer and that's the goat. You should really tweet Schwimmer's ear. I know I, I sort of give you I don't want to break the internet. I think I, I, I really do want to see you tweet does da- does what is it does ross from friends ever get ever swimmers get swimmers here it's still in the drafts it's in the drafts let's see let's just take a little gander at her all right just to get your heart beat up just look at it and hover your yeah. hand over the fucking tweet button do you have anything mm-hmm. else in the drafts or have you been tinkering like think coming up with jokes that you don't fire off or is that the latest one i i don't know well first of all how the hell where do i find my drafts that's i think you go to tweet and then it's like it pops up as drafts after you like click on let's tweet like that button Mm -hmm. okay wait it's let's tweet i don't see where drafts can where drafts are once you're in the the compose a tweet uh page yeah there's no drafts button there's not whoa this is this is great radio right now this is really not being able to find my twitter draft yeah like you see how it says like what's happening here yeah and then like at the top left it says drafts next to tweet oh yeah are my drafts deleted you have no drafts i don't, have, I don't know oh my god did i did i lose my fucking schwimmers ear tweet that's actually i have i have hundreds of drafts can i just run a few by you and then you can tell me yeah i would love so these are these are either half written or fully written and i haven't had the way okay. to pull the trigger let's see let's see them. okay uh I was named after a MRI. <laughs> That's pretty good. Because it sort of looks like my name. 
Yeah. Uh, low key over COVID. So that one's sort of like me being sarcastic mm-hmm. about coronavirus. Right. Uh, the best restaurant in LA doesn't even have a location or a kitchen. It's just an Instagram account of other people's sandwiches. That's not, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's like, it's like a stupid one. You don't care. Uh, Fire it off then if it's stupid. Uh, no, it's fine. Whatever. Um, Oh, something about responding to a text from last week just to ask a new question. Like you go to text someone and you realize you haven't answered their previous question. So it's like, oh yeah, everything Mm. is good. Also, can I borrow your car this weekend or something? It's not really a joke. It's just sort of a a world. Yeah, definitely. Um, Let's see here. Uh, (laughs) This one is sort of like, uh, uh, I feel bad uh, tweeting about it because it like, it's like it touches on themes that might get me canceled, but it's um oh here's a free wow. joke if you're writing a show about a playfully abusive father. So his kid is like, What's the theme of my birthday party? Uh and the dad goes, The theme is I don't whoop your ass or something like that. It's like when you have like a grumpy dad and it's like, Yeah, the theme, the theme is yeah. I'm not gonna fucking kick your ass. Right. But then it's like people might get mad at me for talking about child abuse. So I didn't I never yeah, like kinda, fired that's kinda that like off. uh read from that 70s show yeah exactly which was like it's fine on whatever on tv or something but yeah but Mm -hmm. when i like tweet about it i feel bad um here's one that just says skype so i don't really know what i meant with that that one's sort of like a half-baked idea yeah (laughs) do you remember when i convinced you to tweet Nicki minaj just butt-tiled iraq I should do that again. How did that one do? I'm sure it's still. <laughs> I don't think it, that was it, that was in your draft, and you wouldn't pull the trigger. And I was like, "This one's fucking good." Nicki this Minaj. Is a tweet, man. I'm gonna search Nicki Minaj Iraq. I did. I tweeted it January, <laughs> almost the week after Trump became president, January 29th, 2016. Nicki Minaj just butt dialed Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> It means nothing. It means nothing. Should I retweet it right now or just tweet it again as if it's like I just came up with it? <laughs> it's, I have no idea what's funny. It's funnier. <laughs> Is Nicki Minaj even like still doing it? It's like we've moved on from Nicki Minaj as a society, I think. Yeah, I guess you could say Megan the Stallion just butt dialed like that. <laughs> Iraq. Why? All right, Megan the Stallion. I'll I'll tweet it now and we'll see how it does throughout the well, How did how did Nikki do? Yeah, 22 retweets, 87 likes. So that's pretty good. So pretty Is that good? Yeah. That seems like not that great. Not that great, but like definitely not a dud. All right, I'm going to tweet this. Let's take a break and we'll come back and we'll finish this Q&A lightning round style. We're going to get through as many as possible. Nice. Is it Megan M E G A N or M E A G A N? M E G A N. I think. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a 
freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm-hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. <laughs> Imagine having an ass so big you butt dialed Iraq. <laughs> yeah. I, guess. I don't even understand what the implication is. <laughs> it like means she has a huge ass, sort of. But only because so I knew that she dialed a bunch did. of numbers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like her ass is so big that it butt dialed for so long. It like did an international code. It talked to an operator. Uh, all right. All right. All right. We're back. We're back. Here we go. Ready? Yep. More questions yep. before we get the fuck out of here. Let's do it. Mary fuck. Oh, by the way, I should say that I tweeted it. I tweeted Megan the Stallion just butt dialed Iraq. Let's see how it goes. Wow. Uh. Uh, Mary fuck kill ranch honey mustard and hot sauce. Hmm. This is more um, up your alley. I don't like ranch or hot sauce, so I will marry no. fuck honey mustard and kill ranch. I, yeah, I have no cool. use for ranch in my life. It's funny. I I never did until honestly in the last like month. In the last month, I have become an insatiable little fucking rodent for ranch yeah i'm <laughs> ranch. i'm a truffle pig for ranch i love it was I ranch on... made on a ranch like it's such a weird it's like basically like a basil yeah. creamy mayo and they just named it after mm. a place where farm animals live ranch sauce get, yeah um what's well, why like buffalo sauce is is uh named after buffalo where it was invented yeah uh, ranch and, ranch and was ranch named was on a ranch on a ranch okay also buffaloes i made my own buffalo sauce um for buffalo wings at the super bowl i am so blown away that it's just franks and butter is that it that's what it tastes like but yeah it feels like at a certain point you didn't even come up with a sauce buffalo much of a sauce yeah that doesn't belong to you buffalo guys you don't get that you added butter with hot sauce that's i guess if no one else had done it but also it just feels like it feels like if you're gonna make the sauce then it should be like the whole it's it's butter and then all the ingredients from frank's not 
butter and then you just have yeah. franks it's like if i made, if i made if i had added butter to ketchup did i make a sauce yeah. or did i just right. get high one day <laughs> it would be great it'd obviously be good it's like that um, uh, kumail okay, so, bit about cheese which is heroin and advil or something he's like so you oh, yeah. really are just taking heroin right it was like pancakes with heroin on it <laughs> all right Oh, wait, no, what, it, uh, anyway. Um, okay, so uh, so I guess hot sauce I would marry because I've had the longest relationship with hot sauce. I'd fuck ranch because that's kind of what I'm doing now. And I'd kill honey mustard because I think the honey is actually hurting the mustard in that situation. Interesting. I don't need it to be sweet. I need it to be spicy. I need it to be savory. I need it to be tangy. And that's how it's bangy. <laughs> do you Next like question. do you like mustard on natural though? Uh yeah. Yeah, I do. So do you have any least like what sauce do you not like? Like I don't like buffalo, I don't like ranch. I guess you don't like honey mustard. You like teriyaki. I don't like I don't like sweet sauces very much. I don't like barbecue sauce. Whoa. Don't like barbecue. I'll like I'll have it. Like if I if I'm eating ribs and they're covered in barbecue sauce, I won't be like, oh, I'm not a fan of barbecue sauce. Like I'll have that. That's that's fine but it's not a sauce that i'm like oh you know what this needs barbecue sauce if there's a burger on a menu that's like this one has blue cheese and uh like ranch that's the one i get i wouldn't get the the buffalo burger or the i'm sorry the it's too late uh, you said you wouldn't get the buffalo burger i would get the buffalo burger ma'am come back barbecue i misspoke i misspoke (laughs) waiter (laughs) um Oh, here's a question for Pat. Uh, okay, perfect. It says, my aunt lived next to you in Greenpoint. She said you look cute in your jogging outfit. Uh, can we see it? So it's not really wow. anything Pat can do now. But yeah, I guess uh, I guess Shout somebody's aunt thought Pat looked cute jogging. So I guess I yeah, should that, send that Much to like him. the question from a couple weeks ago where uh, that dude was low-key dating his bud's aunt. <laughs> yeah, I think we got an update from that. Did I ever send that to you? Oh yeah, you did. You, there, it like, it was. Let me see. Let me see if I can find it. Some guy said it was a really funny update. Yeah, it, the the question was my friend's aunt is like sort of hitting on me. Should I try to sleep with her? And if I do, should I tell my friend about it? And I'm like, whoa, this question's from six months ago. I wonder if this guy ever fucked his friend's aunt. And then we got an update about it, about what happened and with he the said, aunt. This shit crashed and burned. I broached the subject with my friend indirectly. It was something along the lines of, ha ha ha, remember when you fucked my cousin? I gotta get back at you for that. LOL, maybe I'll fuck your aunt or some shit. He said, dude, that would be so much worse. I'd fucking kill you if you did that. I then texted the aunt to say, hey, I'd love to take you up on the wine, but it seems... I'll omit this guy's name, uh, would be uncomfortable with us doing anything. She replied that I misinterpreted things and she was just being friendly and has no interest in sleeping with some twenty, someone 20 years younger than her. I changed my walking route. I, I can't imagine handling this entire thing worse. He did the absolute worst worst case scenario. Which is not sleeping with the aunt, but still getting in trouble for even bringing it up. Yeah, just just awful. Like, if your friend says not to do it, you do not need to tell. You didn't know that she was coming on to you. Like, it wasn't that. It wasn't that certain. You preemptively 
broke up with someone. You didn't need to do that. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know what? The aunt was never interested in you in that way at all anyway. So it seemed... She might have been. She might have just been trying to save face by saying that. But like the fact that you allowed that conversation to take place is insane. Uh, is it a, is it immoral to J.O. with a puppy in the room? Is it immoral to have sex with a puppy in the room? Hmm. Dogs in the room. I don't think so. Yeah. Dogs in the room. I don't think it's amoral. I think it's odd. I think it is is unnecessary. But I guess if you have a puppy and you kind of like don't want it to get out of your sight. <laughs> but I, like I would find it off-putting. I wouldn't personally be able to do it. But I don't think it's like, I don't think it's a moral question. Yeah. It's funny because we have a dog and whenever we're getting frisky, he leaves the room Gross. and he never leaves us in the room. He never leaves until that's starting to happen. And then he like jumps off the bed and like runs away. Like he feels <laughs> shame to see it. And it's not like trained behavior. It's completely innate that he doesn't want to see us <laughs> like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy's fucking disgusting. I I cannot and then as, not watch his pasty ass bass, ba- bounce around anymore. And as soon as it's over, runs back in. Like, all right, I'm glad you guys are done having your little fucking fun time. But now I'm back. It's quite impressive. Yeah, that's actually really sweet. Uh, what's the most disgusting food you've ever eaten? Do you remember eating something and it was the grossest thing you've ever had? Hmm. I guess... I've definitely eaten a lot of like gas station tuna sandwiches. Like I remember but in was it gross Iceland. in a way that you liked it? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I, it's hard to that was definitely like in Iceland getting like a chicken salad sandwich out of a gas station. That yeah. was fucking nasty but delicious. Yeah, I'm talking about fuel I feel like I've seen you try something and then spit it out like it was so bad you couldn't have it. Oh, it was um uni like there's a there's a specific kind of sushi called uni. Oh yeah, it's like, like tastes like I think it's a, like it looks like a tongue gin. or something. Yeah, it's like this weird orange. It looks like fucking diarrhea, honestly. Yeah, but it's supposed to be a delicacy, <laughs> and people like it's like so it's like people's favorite food. It's like so like decadent. It's supposed to be really good. And Jill took me to sushi one time, and she was like, "Oh, we have to get this. Like, I think you're gonna love it." And I like took a bite, and I was. I was like, genuinely, I thought it tasted like poop. Jill was like, what's going on? Like, I think it tastes like poop. I was so, I was sick to my, it ruined my night. It was so foul. Uh, I think all food is interesting and should be appreciated. People are starving. So I don't like talking about food in a negative light. I was baited into into that question. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. No, I, I remember once trying oysters and indeed i didn't like it i thought it tasted exactly the way it smelled which was like a a slimy sea booger i did not want to swallow it Mm -hmm. mushrooms i strongly dislike when everyone's like but you got to try this mushroom it's really good it doesn't taste like a mushroom still don't like mushrooms still don't like mushrooms can't get over it love mushrooms i love uh all right maybe the last question pick your celebrity partner in the amazing race so you get to choose any celeb to be your partner on a race around the world who would it be and don't say tiffany amber theason because <laughs> that's mine I was, when the, yeah when this question started i thought it was like pick your celebrity partner like your your celebrity crush and 
um, I was really ready to say Marco Robbie, yeah. and I think I'm just going to stick with it. <laughs> so you I, and Robbie and it's not, in an amazing I think I just think she would be good at it. I feel like she has the temperament and the attitude that it takes. Yeah. Yeah, because I want to, like, I'm leaning towards taking, like, an athletic person, like, ooh, it's me and LeBron, but then, like, he's going to be disappointed in me. Like, I don't want LeBron to be like, come on, man, you got to, like, run faster. And I'm like, I'm trying, LeBron, but I think I'm out of shape or some shit. <laughs> and then he's, like, sad at me, and I don't want to do that yeah. to LeBron. Right. He would be hard on you because he's trying to get the best out of you. Yeah. Too. So like, it's like he's he's come on to me. Like inspiring. yeah, you're being a little bitch boy. Yeah. Like what Ugh. if what if that nickname stuck? Like he talked to Ben. No way. There's no way he would know that nickname for me. What about but a the Amazing Race? Isn't like it's not like a foot race. You sometimes like, it is. Yeah. It's, it's like traveling. It's you're like moving through cities and stuff. Yeah, you're traveling, but then like sometimes it's like you're in a city and you have to like get to somewhere without a taxi or something like that. So you're sort of jogging slash sprinting to a, a flag or a location or a landmark. Uh, maybe a basketball player that I don't like, so that when they yell at me, it's like, dude. Like, I'm not even a fan of yours, straight up. So, like, don't talk to me like that, Kawhi, or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, look okay. at me, dude. So like, you can't have this kind of relationship. <laughs> you're thinking about this question all wrong because you're like, who would I want to lose the amazing race with? That's, <laughs> you have no fucking ambition to do well. No, yeah. You're just like, I you think, know you're going to suck at the amazing race. I think I'll race. be bad and Kawhi will sort of yeah. roll his eyes at Because I get car sick, Kawhi. <laughs> That's do. why. I really do. And they're like, I'm sorry I can't run right away. But like, you're also For one day, can we have a goddamn up. leisurely breakfast? Can <laughs> we get a leisurely breakfast, Kawhi? You're so competitive and you're so obsessed with winning. Like now, sorry, I shouldn't say it, but now I know why Pat Beverly doesn't like you. He really doesn't like you. You read the fucking <laughs> trades. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. That's it. That's it. That's our time. We try to answer as many questions as possible. There's still more. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been yeah. trying to answer them. Also, Rapid Fire Style on our Patreon. So if you want to see a video episode of us trying to answer as many of these questions as possible, or perhaps a Jake and Amir watch episode, that URL for all Ooh. that stuff is patreon.com slash JA. Yeah. Uh, so thanks to anybody that uh, was on the Patreon watching there as well. And thanks to all you guys for at, uh, asking these questions. And if you got your own questions or theme songs, send them all down to if I were you show at gmail.com. Uh, the opening right. one was that uh, Bugatti parody. Remember that one? By Tony, Tony Party. Party. That's right. And this Hard name to forget. And this closing theme song is by Tanny Thompson. Uh, it took her years to submit it because her friend Sam was supposed to sing on it, but she never had time. Anyway, shout out to my friend Sam, who's a day one listener. Nice. Uh, thank you for years of great listening. Thank you, Tani. Tani, T-A-N-I. Tani, Tani. Uh, T-A-N-I. Tani. Tani. Thank you, Tani. Tani. Uh, thank you, Tony. Oh, a Tony party and a Tani party. Now that's a party I nice. can. That's a party I can get into. I mean, I want to like three way. Kiss you actually them. can't get into. You can't get into any parties. You can't get into parties. People, you rub people the wrong <laughs> All way. Right. People don't like to be around you. This is you how bring the down episode the started, and now this is how it ends, yeah. and it's sort of going to leave a sour taste in my mouth going forward. Is all. And that's not all right. shrill. Right. Let's just then let's just end it. You get the turdy this episode. I think that much is obvious. Oh, uh, so thank you everyone for <laughs> thanks everyone for listening. And uh, we'll be yeah, yeah. we'll be back next Monday. And all right, uh, the live show. Episode. Two more days to watch that at jakeandamir.com before it's it's gone forever. So snag it wow. before it leaves. 
And thanks to every, everybody that was there for that. Um, all right, we'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. Hey, baby, if I were you the show. Baby, if I were you the show. If I were now you I the show. Jake, I like Amir. Toda, Monday, now we're here. Unsolicited advices. Where's my pen? Bitch, I'm riding into these two dudes from YouTube. They really can be quite rude while they help me with my problems, small and large. It's no issue like taxes to my exes when I want a second chance. Like proving my dad jacks at living room without no pants. Like call me loser to their printer credits. Make fun of me on this podcast with help from shorts and middle ditch. Riley, Jeff, and Marty, bitch. These two quite Jews in the game for two. Free emails and tell me just yo yo do you. Flexing on Tinder as hard as I can. Rejected by girls. Match after match. Tell Jake that I'm sorry that he has a chipmunk co host. This wooden creature and the pinch they run a podcast empire, yo. <laughs>